Let's take off, baby. Let's just drive, honey, into the night sky, to the sunset shine, into the day, baby. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. This is Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. With 500,000 acres of national forest in the backyard, Cadillac is a hiker's dream destination. Wintertime in Jackson is a real treat. Manistee's downtown is a bit hidden. It's a few blocks off the main drag, and it's well worth the detour. And it's snowmobiling time up north. We travel Michigan next, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Let's go traveling. Welcome to Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. Glad to be back with you again on this beautiful winter day. I'm actually coming to you today from beautiful Grand Mountain Resort at Boyne Mountain in the Boyne City area. And I have to tell you, just spectacularly beautiful here. You know, when that sun is shining and it's also snowy, it is just plain beautiful. And you're going to find that so many days, especially in northern Michigan, but in many areas of the state at this time of the year, winter is a great time to get out there. Just wear the right kind of clothing and you're going to have a a great deal of fun. And in fact, we're going to go to some places on today's program uh, that maybe you really haven't thought about in wintertime. Uh, Maybe you've just never been there at wintertime. You certainly should head to these places because just like here at Boyne Mountain, you're going to find spectacular outdoor experiences and really good indoor experiences too. So let's get right to it by first heading to beautiful Cadillac, Michigan and West Michigan, just a little bit south of where I am today. Uh, And we're going to bring in Kathy Morin. She is the executive director of the Cadillac Convention Visitors Bureau. Kathy, it's good to have you on the program. Hey, Dave. Thank you so much for having us. Well, and you know, it's funny. Cadillac should be one of those places that people think about at wintertime because at your elevation, you almost always have great ice for ice fishing, for instance. And um, it's just a really beautiful place to get to at, at the wintertime. It, it truly is. I mean, we're very easily accessible um, from different highways across the state. And there's just so much to do in a really a family-friendly environment and also a pretty affordable environment for being in northern Michigan. That's true. Um, and like I say, uh, there's something about Cadillac. When you're coming from, let's say, Grand Rapids and you're driving up 131, so often you can see okay conditions, you know, with the snow here and there. You get to that Cadillac area, and I think it does have something to do with the elevations. In wintertime, we're almost always guaranteed really beautiful snow. So for snowmobilers, it is a lower peninsula paradise. It truly is. And you have something unique in Cadillac. You have guided tours by snowmobile. Tell us about that. 
Sure. So, um, yeah, with the increase in popularity of snowmobiling and snow sports the past few years, um, our local suppliers have been adding to their fleets for snowmobile rentals, which are extremely popular. But for those people that aren't quite sure that they want to, you know, try to navigate through these um, thousands of acres of land, we do have guided snowmobile tours available. And... Um, but really, you know, people really, really seem to enjoy that opportunity to go out with a guide that is experienced, that knows the stops, that knows the, the trail system, um, and, and really knows where those best conditions are throughout the, the trail network. So there's um, a lot of the interconnectivity with the others, um, the other trail systems and trail networks, uh, but the guided tours can help through that. Or uh, so, yeah, if somebody simply wants to grab a map and, and go out on their own as well, um, there's opportunities for that too. And if you did want to go on your own, you can rent snowmobiles in Cadillac as well, just for that? Yeah, yep, we do have um, a couple different places in town that will allow um, snowmobile rentals, and they'll each actually uh, meet you at your, your hotel room and, and meet in the parking lot, and then from there you have, um, you'll have access directly to the trail networks. Yes, it's fantastic. Uh, I've been hearing a lot about the snowmobile tours. It uh, sounds like people have really been uh, loving it. And frankly, you know, for somebody who doesn't snowmobile a lot like me, I love the thought of still being able to get out there, you know, drive my own sled, but to have somebody to show me where to go. And just in case there is a problem, to have somebody who really knows what they're doing right there. Yeah, absolutely. And then we also want to um, encourage new users as well as the experienced users uh, to focus on the safety and the etiquette and the land stewardship. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're working on those kinds of things. And, and with a guide that can help, but then also partnering with um, the local hotel properties and local rentals to have people realize that, um, you know, it's getting out there and it's a whole lot of fun, but it's also really, really important to um, make sure that we're doing the right thing as far as safety and, and etiquette and those kinds of things to keep it um, fun and safe for everyone. Absolutely true. Well, speaking of having a guide, if you're going to be out on the water in wintertime, that's another place that you really want to have a guide. And I understand we can now do some, um, some paddling on the uh, Pine River at wintertime. Yeah, so Pine River Paddle Sports Center um, is one of the, the greatest ones in the area. Um, we're really lucky to have them. And they, for the second season, have done winter rafting on the Pine River. Um, so you know, the photos that they show on their social media are just simply spectacular. Um, I'm hoping to get out there you know, as a winter bucket list item for myself, but um, they've really had some great success with that. Um, and obviously they, you know, they go year round, but there's really something magical about being you know, peaceful on the, you know, the Pine River with a guide, of course, um, on a raft and hopefully not getting a little very wet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I've done it. It's a lot of fun. Hey, we only have about a minute. Uh, tell us about Cabrafe uh, Peaks because I'm hearing great things about them. Cabrafe is such a family-friendly destination and they're continually improving um, every every season. So whether they're um, updating their snowmobile or excuse me, their snowmaking equipment, renovating buildings, adding in new rental equipment, there's always something um, you know, to keep it new and fresh and reinvest, reinvesting in it. They allow people to bring in crock pots and, you know, have their own mm. family picnic, which is, um, you know, kind of unique. And it just, it's it's really nice to have that kind of environment. Um, it's really positive. It's, it's friendly. And it's, it's just a really cool place to have in our area. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, the thing is, you get a really good experience at a great price. That's called value. We all love it. And you'll find it at Cabrafe Peaks. You're also going to find trails and ice fishing and so many other great things in Cadillac. So check out the website. It is Cadillac 
www.cadillacmichigan.com. And our thanks to Kathy Adair for being with us today. Uh, you need to check out Cadillac in Wintertime. You're going to have a, a great time. In fact, you're going to have a great time at all the places we're going to recommend to you today. So stick around right here. We head to Jackson next on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan, and I know a lot of people just uh, don't really like the idea of getting outside at wintertime and doing some of these, what I think are really cool experiences like dog sledding or snowmobiling or downhill skiing or whatever. We have such a unique, vibrant, diverse state that uh, if you like outdoor experiences at wintertime, great, you get to enjoy them. But a lot of people want to stay maybe closer to home might want to experience little towns or bigger towns along the way. In wintertime is a great time to experience those cities for all that they offer as well. So let's check out one of those towns now, the uh, community of Jackson. And to tell us all about it, let's bring in Rachel Buchanan. Rachel is the Marketing and Development Manager for Experience Jackson. Rachel, thanks for being with us today. Uh, I, I just have to, to ask you, are you a, a winter fan? Oh, I absolutely love winter. So you're talking to the right person. Yay. It was good to yeah. hear that. Um, so at this time of the year, I know it's not your big season, but uh, what are some of the things that people look forward to when they come to Jackson at wintertime? Absolutely. Well, I got good news for you, Dave. Uh, whether people love to bundle up and experience the outdoors in the winter or if they like to come indoors, uh, we've got options. So <laughs> I can help you with that one for sure. I bet you do. Well, and I know yeah. that, um, you know, from my time in Jackson, um, I, I've kind of kind of spent a lot of time. Now, I don't even drink, but I like the, the, the craft beer places, mm -hmm. primarily for the food and the atmosphere and, and the restaurants in Jackson, probably some of my favorite things to do in Jackson. Yeah, we've got a brand new brewery that just opened in December, and uh, Agma Brewing has all sorts of uh, craft drinks. Uh, Veritas is known for that, Grand River as well. So, uh, yeah, there's definitely some of those outdoor activities. And uh, when I think of winter, I think of um, not only bundling up, but uh, kind of bringing out those flannels as well. I know axe throwing has become popular around the country, and uh, we've got an excellent axe throwing bar. It's called Axe Play right in Jackson. And, of course, all those warm food options as well. So lots of I, things to do inside. It is such a strange phenomenon to think about this axe throwing thing. But I have to tell <laughs> you, I went to one of those places. Yeah. And I was really surprised how much fun that is. You do have to be careful. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, it's it's a fun thing to do. And is this set up so you can actually watch people do it as well? It is. Yeah, there's the lanes and right behind it, there's kind of a tall top bar table and you can kind of cheer on your friends or, or uh, hide like I tried to <laughs> if you don't feel like you're the best at it. But it's a really fun competition. Now, um, whereabouts is this located and what, what is it called again? Sure. Um, it's called Axe Play and it's right in the heart of downtown Jackson, actually directly across from where our experienced Jackson offices are. Well, it's just so interesting to me that uh, our entrepreneurs out there are finding new things to capture our attention over and above uh, what we might have thought about those venues in the past. You know, 
uh, a craft beer place. Okay, good craft beer. Maybe a good mm-hmm. restaurant. Good restaurant. But yeah. now they have this kind of entertainment uh, option that's uh, often being combined with those other experiences. Oh, yeah. I mean, going out to dinner is one thing. Um, you know, getting that babysitter or making that plan with that friend and the plan actually coming together, the weather working just right and everything. But yeah, there's some great opportunities for that. And even if people want to plan a little bit ahead of time, uh, there are plenty of other things like that, too, where, um, you know, that we have an amazing planetarium that is attached to our Ellishart Museum, the Hearst Planetarium. They've been doing winter astrology shows. They also offer um, a, as a venue as well in Jackson. So there's some really cool connections. You know, we I, I don't think we give Ella, Ella Sharp Museum enough attention uh, because it's it's a it's a really neat place. Um, I've only been there a few times myself, and I need yeah. to spend a little more time. Didn't know there was a planetarium there, for instance. Yeah, right out front. It's it's an incredible resource. His name's Austin <laughs> that runs everything, and he is passionate. He'll invite you in at pretty much any time to show you any night sky and kind of lead you through. He has all different sorts of things. They even take toddler tours through there, so they cater to all ages as well. Do you know the story of Ella Sharp? Oh, she was vital to Jackson uh, giving back. Um, the Ella Sharp Museum grounds in Ella Sharp Park are just absolutely beautiful. It's an art museum, a historical museum, um, has all sorts of ways to point toward how Jackson came into play. Also in industry, it's really unique to kind of look around at some of the exhibits. And they've got quite a variety at most times. Yeah. And well, the thing is, this is a great time of the year to experience those cultural uh, activities, museums. You know, in the summertime, um, we're so busy with, you know, going to the beach and, you know, whatever else we like to do. We like to be outside. Most people yeah. like to be outside. So yeah. it's a great time to check out those cultural uh, facilities as well. Absolutely. So we don't want to forget about the outdoor stuff because let's say it's pretty cool. Um, snowshoeing. Uh, we've got some new snowshoe rental opportunities through the Dollum Center, uh, which offers some uh, trails that are open uh, to the public. Um, cross-country skiing is a thing in Jackson. We don't exactly have uh, the hills that you'll find up north, but uh, there's some great tobogganing opportunities and uh, Jackson County actually has quite a few public access points to our lakes. And while you probably won't be swimming, like you said, um, ice fishing is a big deal and having that public access is a big deal as well. And uh, when you get back on um, land after catching the lunker <laughs> from that ice fishing mm-hmm. um, shanty, uh, you want to check out some of our trails as well. We've got some incredible trails through Jackson County. Well, it's interesting. You've mentioned two of the things that, as much as I do enjoy those kind of more adventurous things, uh, I, I think back to ice fishing with my dad and my uncle on this little oh. teeny lake. We had this shanty that would seat four, and it had a little fireplace in it, and Um, Even though I've never been much of an angler, the time that I spent with my dad and my uncle as a pretty young guy, uh, to this day, are some of the most important memories of being with my dad. Oh, I love that. And you think about that. Think about those experiences you can have. So looking for a place like Jackson where you can enjoy something like ice fishing, I think that's important. And then you mentioned trails. Today, Mm -hmm. my wife and I and our one-eyed dog we like to head out there and check out the trails at winter time it's just a really fun experience absolutely yeah we've got the uh, dte energy foundation trail in the waterloo rec area over 20 miles uh, great for mountain biking and fat tire biking i've been learning a little bit more about that recently uh, fat tire biking ooh, that has picked up speed in the last few years yeah a lot of fun and 
it's intense. So uh, that that's a big opportunity. Uh, we've got about 10 and a half miles of trail each direction on the Falling Waters Trail. That's uh, great for uh, snowshoeing as well as some of that. It is a paved trail, so it gets you a little uh, flatter area in the wintertime. Um, Grand River Art Walk, uh, that may be if you're going to take a walk in the winter, a little bit shorter with that yeah. one. And McCready Reserve and the MLK Equality Trail. I mean, Jackson is packed with some of those outdoor activities. And if you're willing to bundle up, um, it's a great opportunity for you. Well, I think a stroll uh, in the wintertime is one of those things that's uh, not valued as much as it should be. Uh, I, again, think about all those wonderful times that uh, I've had with family and friends, just kind of strolling a downtown area, especially at night as the snow falls. It's it's really beautiful. Hey, we only have a couple of minutes, Rachel. I want to find out about uh, hotels, restaurants, uh, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got uh, some incredible restaurants throughout Jackson County. Um, some of them are connected with some of those wineries, Sandhill Crane uh, Vineyards. Um, you know, if you don't mind the cold, the parlor and the Dare to, Gre- Dare to Be Great Challenge still exists in Jackson. So if you're willing to down some ice cream in the colder weather, that's a possibility. Um, Roxy Cafe is a very unique <laughs> restaurant, um, very comical, a little bit sarcastic in their menu and a lot of fun. And if you don't go in the back door, um, people will know that you're not local. So make sure you go in the back door when you enter a place like that. Well, that's different. Yeah. That's fun. You uh, literally ho- walk through the kitchen. And, and, and you know, for like uh, typical hotel stays and such, plenty of mm-hmm. hotels to stay in the area? Absolutely. Uh, some beautiful hotels. Um, anything from, um, you know, kind of the more extreme, extravagant uh, type of holiday stay to a more simple, minimalistic, kind of a more modern stay at others, uh, someplace like the True, and uh, then some more traditional uh, hotels as well. We would love to connect with you and help you feel welcome in Jackson. I really love that True brand. It's a really oh. cool, cool brand. Well, so many reasons to check out Jackson at winter time. If you haven't been there for a while, you're really going to be impressed, I'm telling you. Just like everything else in Michigan, it seems like things have just gotten so so cool around the state so check it out the website is experiencejackson.com our thanks to rachel buchanan for being with us today just to the northwest is a town a few blocks off the main drag that will amaze you we'll head to manistee next on travel michigan where your trip begins at michigan.org Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan, loving this time of year. Uh, And for those of you who are with me and uh, love this time of the year, you're going to really love the place we're going to next. Now, let me kind of set the scene here for you, though. Uh, West Michigan, uh, all these cute little towns along the shoreline of Lake Michigan in the lower uh, peninsula of Michigan, you know, so many of them are just great places to go to at any time of the year. And this town is one of those places that you're going to love any time of the year because of the variety of experiences that are offered, the um, the cute little downtown experience that's offered, the uh, additional both indoor and outdoor experiences you can have. So we just have to to admit that it's a great place to go any time of the year. But I think this time of the year is a pretty special time to visit Manistee. Let's bring in Tim Riley. He is the chair of the um, Manistee County Visitors Bureau. And Tim, sure to appreciate you taking the time to be with us. I know you're a busy guy. You're a realtor, right? 
Yeah, thanks for having me. I am a vacation rental manager. We manage uh, short-term rentals in and around Manistee. Well, that's one of the kind of the unique experiences that you can have in the Manistee area. Any place in Michigan, you can go to a traditional hotel, motel. They're everywhere. But some places uh, like Manistee do offer these uh, short-term rentals, often right on the waterfront as well. They do, yeah. We have properties right on Lake Michigan, uh, all of the inland lakes and rivers, uh, lots of different options available in the area. Well, and, and if you think about Manistee, not only are you on Lake Michigan, but you have that beautiful river going right through the town. It's absolutely beautiful. There are properties. The whole downtown is located right on the Manistee Channel. You see the freighters coming through. Uh, even this time of year, even once it starts getting close, getting starts to uh, freeze over, those freighters are still coming through. Uh, and you can see it right from the downtown. It's, it's something to behold. Do you have any idea how Manistee um, ended up being the port for that old car ferry, which is a really cool experience? Uh, there in Manistee. I I am not sure to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't remember even the name of the of the ship, but it's a beautiful ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's located right on Manistee Lake. Uh, it's a fantastic spot. They do a lots of cool things uh, there. They do in over Halloween. They actually do a ghost yeah. ship, uh, yeah. which is a very very popular. Uh, thing that they do um, and it's something really cool if, if you're into that kind of stuff yeah I love I love anything to do with maritime um, is is a neat thing and you do get that kind of maritime feel when you're even downtown in Manistee um, set the stage for us describe the town itself most of downtown is is literally right on uh, the river it is it's right on the river it's all a historic district downtown lots of cool brick buildings lots of it's all small town mom and pop type uh type shops down there uh one very cool thing that we just started this year was uh the ste which is a social district uh that's something that we haven't had in the past uh and has uh is very cool it allows people 21 and older to be able to purchase alcoholic beverage uh in especially marked glass Uh, and be able to go from different establishments all throughout the downtown. Um, So that's something that they put into place this year. Uh, But it's a a very cool downtown. It's attached right to the Manistee Channel. Uh, It has the river walk, so you can walk right along the downtown, right on all the way down to the beach. It's a little under two miles of river walk right down there. Uh, Small town feel, it has something for everybody. I guess I would describe it as Victorian charm because a lot of those buildings uh, that are still standing uh, are uh, from the 1800s. And I'm not a big architecture guy, even though I love the various styles of architecture. I just don't know a lot about them. But I think a lot of them are that Victorian era architecture. They are, yeah. The whole downtown is a Victorian. Um, Earlier uh, in the month here, we finished up the Victorian Sleigh Bell Parade that happens the first weekend in December every year. The whole downtown gets dressed up in Victorian gear, uh, and we really celebrate um, that heritage that we have as a town. Yeah, it's a a really cool place. Now, um, wintertime experiences in Manistee are going to be totally different than uh, what you might normally do there in the summertime. Go to the beach, the state park, uh, some other things. Um, What do you recommend that people do in Manistee at wintertime? 
So we have a number of different options, I think, based on um, where you're coming from, who you're going with, you know, if it's just a single traveler, if it's a couple, if it's a family, we really have it all around town. Uh, the biggest things uh, that we would have is definitely the, uh, the winter trails. The trails are probably one of the most desirable things when you come to town. You have the Big M Trail, you have lots of other things to be able to uh, snowshoe and cross-country ski, fat tire bike, if you're into that type of stuff. Uh, that's certainly one of the biggest things, but we also have the uh, winter tours, we have winter road trips, the brew, wine, and spirit stops. If you would like uh, to get a beverage around town, we have lots of different options for that. We have our uh, winter coastal tour m22 coastal tour uh totally transforms m22 during the winter months lots of outdoor recreation wineries all of that great stuff um, and then of course we are only less than an hour away from a couple great resorts we have cabrafe we have crystal mountain um, so we're a perfect stop um, on the way to those great skiing and snowboarding hills as well. You know, it's so, so interesting because, of course, you are very close to those hills. And for some reason in my mind, I hadn't thought of it that way. But Manistee would be a great place to stay if you uh, wanted to stay for an extended amount of time or even just one night and wanted to ski at either of those, uh, those beautiful hills. No doubt about it. Less than an hour away, easy drives. Uh, it's something very popular. I know people who stay with me all the time. I think that they're always heading up uh, to Crystal Mountain or to Cabrafe. So uh, very popular, very easy day trip, even just an afternoon. Uh, you know, there's, of course, the uh, Iron Fish Distillery that is right close up to uh, Crystal Mountain, another very cool destination spot. That's a very nice place. And I know uh, after having been there last winter, that their plans were that they were going to keep those outdoor, I guess they're kind of like teepees, tents, so to speak. Uh, they were going to keep those this winter. So I hope that uh, they have indeed done that. They it's have. Neat yeah. Oh, they have. Great. Mm -hmm. I, I just haven't been there yet, but I'll look forward to checking out Iron Fish. Tremendous distillery and just a, a beautiful experience. Now, you mentioned that M22 tour. That's a cool idea. And if you were to take that, now, let's say you're coming from uh, US 31, maybe uh, south, and you're going toward the north. Describe, you know, how do you get to that tour and what you see along the way? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, let me get through the, you know, it starts right at the heart of Manistee. You can start it right at the heart of downtown. It goes up right by uh, the Little River Casino, catching on to 22. You drive through Onekama, drive through Arcadia. Uh, or alternatively, you could take Lakeshore Road. Lakeshore Road is a side road that runs right along Lake Michigan that connects Manistee to Onekama, and you can hop onto 22 there. Uh, lots of cool stuff, lots of foodie stops, lots of hiking trails right along uh, the M22 uh, roadway there. Um, plenty of places to stay if you uh, want to make a weekend of it. Uh, lots of cool stuff. Onekama is kind of like a surprise little gift as you drive along that route. All of a sudden, you're in this teeny little town on the water. 
and it's just a, a cute little place to visit, a uh, couple of pubs and such to visit. So it's it's a neat little thing. Now, you mentioned Little River Casino uh, right there at, uh, what, 22 and 31. Mm-hmm. And that is, of course, one of our uh, great casinos in Michigan. But they also offer entertainment there. I don't know if they're offering it right now or not, but it's a, it's a nice place. It's a fantastic place. It's a great place to go warm up. They do lots of live entertainment. Um, another very popular uh, spot for anybody visiting Manistee. Now, do you have many hotels in town that have indoor pools? You know, because a lot of people just want to, you know, in the wintertime, maybe do some outdoor things, but then spend a little time at the pool as well um, indoors at a hotel. Absolutely. Manistee National has an indoor pool. The Days Inn has an indoor pool. Uh, there's There would be more than enough options. If you visit us at visitmanisteecounty.com, you'd be able to search right down into that and find a number of options that have that indoor pool. Great spots for uh, a family coming in and just looking to get away a little bit. Yeah, so whether you're looking for those kind of like quieter experiences of uh, hiking in the trail or maybe a little little more activity walking the downtown streets of Manistee or checking out those tours along the way or maybe for some real excitement at the casino uh, you've got a lot of options to enjoy in the Manistee area. Tim I want to thank you for being with us today. Tim Riley chair of the Manistee County Visitors Bureau. For more information go to their website visit Manistee County and learn all about wintertime fun in Manistee. It's snowmobiling time up north. We'll head there next on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. When we talk about the wintertime experiences, quite often we think about the, the the things we've been talking about for most of this show. You know, skiing. Everybody loves to get out there and do downhill or cross-country skiing if you're really into winter, right? Most people, I guess. I'll say it that way. Most people like getting out there and slapping on the skis and, and having a great time. But the fact is, you can do so many things in the snow in pure Michigan. You know, just think about it. hiking through the woods. You can do uh, snowshoeing. You can do really fun things, you know, crazy things like, um, you know, being pulled by a dog sled, which is so much fun. Or maybe real adventure like ice climbing, uh, climbing up uh, frozen waterfalls in the Upper Peninsula and a couple places in the Lower Peninsula. So there are all these really neat things you can do with so many others, but we can't forget about a very big activity in Michigan, and that is snowmobiling. Snowmobiling is huge for people in Michigan. In fact, it's a it's a really big part of the winter economy, especially in the Upper Peninsula. And to uh, chat about this a little bit, let's bring in Christine Jourdain. Christine is a member of the International is it International Snowmobile Manufacturers Association, Christine? It, it, it is, and then I work for the enthusiasts, so I work for the American Council of Snowmobile Associations. Fantastic, and and the thing is, um, you know, snowmobiling is huge for the winter economy in Michigan, uh, and you think about all the ways that people spend money and help to retain and grow jobs when it comes to snowmobiling. You have to buy that sled, quite often trailers, 
uh, all the gear that goes with it. It's the travel quite often up north where you have dependable snow. And then it, and everything else that goes along with it during your experience. So snowmobiling is used for Michigan and for a lot of places in the country, right? Absolutely, especially especially because snowmobiling is in rural America, not just here in Michigan, but across the country. When you think of the UP, it's rural. People don't go there to go shopping. They go to, to do outdoor things. Yeah, that's right. And and what quite often, you know, wintertime in the UP can be really long unless you find something that you're really passionate about to do, both, you know, indoors and outdoors. Absolutely. Snowmobilers, we listen to the the radio or the TV for the snow reports or the storms, what's coming. We get excited when we hear snow is coming. We're not those people that are sitting on the couch going, oh, oh no, not another weekend with snow. We're, we're figuring out where we're going to go riding. I was talking to a fellow in Marquette uh, early in the season. I went up for a TV interview uh, up in Marquette, and one of the other guests was a meteorologist who put together this website. And he tells me that snowmobilers from all over the country go to his website because they want to know basically what's going to happen like in Marquette or Houghton or wherever it happens to be, you know, that coming weekend or maybe a week away. That's how passionate people are. They really want to have an idea of what to expect when they get there. Oh, for sure. They don't want to travel and not be able to go riding. And, and it's interesting. We're seeing more and more people from out of state. And when I say out of state, I don't mean from snow states, but from Tennessee and Georgia that are picking weeks or weekends and they're flying into the UP, renting snowmobiles and they're riding for three or four days with, with, with their family or with their friends. It's really become a destination for snowmobiling, for, yes. for non-snowmobilers. That's true. Well, and that's the thing. Uh, not everybody owns a snowmobile. You know, sleds are pretty expensive and big investment for people. And if you use them a lot, it's a great investment. But for people like me who might go snowmobiling, let's say once a year, what what do we do? How do we experience this sport? I'll tell you, there are a lot of people that are renting these days. And there are a lot of people in the UP and in, in, in the lower peninsula as well that have rental fleets. So you can call you can call a hotel, they'll tell you who's renting in their area. A lot of the dealers now also have a fleet of snowmobiles that they're renting out. So snowmobiles to, to find to rent are really out there, very easy to find. And they're great sleds. They're not, you know, old beat up things. They're they're state of the art. They're they're nice. They're a great way to go. Well, they I mean, you think about it. They have these uh, really comfortable seats with suspensions you can't believe, hand warmers, leg warmers. It's uh, pretty fancy what they're offering today. I was in the Upper Peninsula for the I-500 snowmobile race earlier in the month. It was 22 below zero to start on one of the preliminary race days. And then it certainly warmed up by the time they raced. But it can be super cold up there. And when you're moving, it's even colder. So what do people do about gear, especially if they don't own it? Uh, can they rent it? They can. So most of the dealers also have gear that that you can rent along with a sled. And I'll tell you, snowmobile the snowmobile companies have put together some some of the greatest gear ever. It only gets better and better. You you don't feel any wind when you're when you've got the right gear on, and that's really important because it can be a long day if you're cold. You don't want to be cold. Oh. You want to have the proper gear to get out there and have a great day. Absolutely true. And I have I have done that. I've actually snowmobiled in 26 below weather, had the appropriate gear on, and 
I had a great time, I have to tell you. We did something kind of crazy, in fact. We snowmobiled on Lake Superior. And I, I mean, I don't, I can't imagine that it's really recommended. But here we are, we have 11,000 inland lakes, many of them frozen over in the wintertime, almost all of them. I mean, what, what should we know about if we're gonna consider snowmobiling on lakes? You need to check with the locals. The locals know what kind of ice there is on that lake. If they're ice fishermen, they can tell you the depth of, of the ice at that point in time. In fact, the the bridge from the mainland to Mackinac Island is now open. The, the folks from Mackinac Island have put out the, the Christmas trees, yeah, yeah. and that's been pretty busy with folks going over to the island. I Again, saw that. though, check with the locals to make sure you know the condition right then that's a great great point you know let's let's continue on you know some points about safety because we have had some horrible accidents over the years occasionally people snowmobiling in farm fields and you know run into a a wire fence or um perhaps uh, maybe not having the appropriate headgear you know whatever it might be Uh, what are some tips that you might have for safety well first of all uh, a helmet even if it's just for the warmth, it is very safe. It will keep it, it keeps your head safe when you're out there. In addition to being warm, uh, safety. You know, you have to do a little quick course so you know if you're a first-time driver how to to maneuver that snowmobile. We want you to know what the signs are. We want you to know what the hand signs are. We want you to know when to pull over and get out of somebody's way so that you're you're not going to get hurt um, but snowmobiles are very safe they they have become uh, cleaner and quieter and just better all the time and like you said earlier heated everything these days yeah yeah well we have 6500 miles of groomed trails so there are plenty of uh you know groomed trails to use especially up in the up so i understand why people just want to go out in the farm fields but that just seems to be a little iffy for me so that's one of the things i always recommend you know consider those trails now christine we only have about a minute left what do people need to know about getting out there going and having a great time I'll tell you what, Michigan is a beautiful state no matter what time of year it is, but those waterfalls in the UP do not get any prettier than they are in the winter. Yeah. With the with the contrast of the snow and the ice and the, the pine trees, they are gorgeous. And we've got three national forests in Michigan. We've got the Huron-Manistee down in the lower peninsula. We've got the Hiawatha and the Ottawa in the UP. And then we also have that beautiful national parks, pictured rocks. And again, you get out there on the along the edge of the water, it is just gorgeous. Isn't it is it? really a great time to go and, and see our state in the, in the winter. And that's the thing, you know, unless you're on a snowmobile, these are places that are pretty difficult to get to sometimes. So you can get into some pretty beautiful, beautiful areas in pure Michigan. Christine, thanks for being with us today. The website for more information is snowmobilers.org. What a great website, snowmobilers.org. And that's all the time we have for Travel Michigan for this week. We'll talk to you next week here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Let's go traveling.